There are a couple of ideas embedded in the I'm spiritual but not religious perspective that give me cause for concern. It's not that I don't understand. The word religion, like the word God, has become fixed for many people to a certain set of values that no longer make sense in our world. Values like absolute certainty, exclusivity, fundamentalism, guilt, empire, bigotry, economic, emotional, and spiritual manipulation, sexual exploitation, homophobia, white supremacy, patriarchy, and I'm sure you could just add a few more harms to the list with very little effort. Additionally, religions have often appeared to be more concerned with preserving their legacies, properties, and institutions than they have been in helping people learn how to love one another and to stand up against oppressive structures. And my guess is that were a survey taken on why people have issues with religion, the word hypocrisy would be very close to the top, if not leading the list. This issue of hypocrisy is more damaging than we give it credit, but to understand why, I want to back up a little bit. I believe that God is real, and that God, the great creative force of the universe, speaks through each of us. There is literally a voice a gesture that is growing within you and is waiting to be expressed. It is a gift that is waiting to be shared. This voice is your most authentic self. When we are violated by religion, it is our most authentic self that is violated. The religions of the world have held up the virtues of beauty, grace, forgiveness, and love. They talk of paradise and liberation and freedom, they ask us to strive, and we have. And then we have watched the leaders of these religions fail over and over again, and each time some part of us gets hurt, even when it's not our tradition, even when we see people we are not related to, have never met, being promised an idea only to have it used against them. We all grow a little harder, a little more cynical, because we know what has happened to the sacred expression they have growing inside of them. How many times do we have to witness the violations of the spirit before we throw up our hands and swear off religion as a damaging, outdated custom? How can anyone still advocate for religion given all that we have seen? And yet, I do. The voice, the sacred that lies within you, your gift, never stops speaking. Creation is a continuous flow, and God never stops stirring within our souls looking for expression in the world. So we say we are spiritual even if we are not religious because the stirring is real. We, we can feel it. We cannot turn God off any more than we can tell a tree not to grow new leaves or the sun to stop shining. But the trouble with so much of spiritual but not religious is that it has become a leisure pursuit that we pick up or put down when it is convenient. We mix and match what we like without wrestling with what we don't like. When we're able to pick and choose, we always pick and choose what is comfortable. We skip from Thich Nhat Hanh to Marianne Williamson to Deepak Chopra, but find we are still facing the same unhappiness and sense of being overwhelmed because the main problem with spiritual but not religious is that it is about us as individuals. Healing transformation, salvation, 
and I don't use that word in a heavenly sense, but more in an ecological sense, lie in the experiences that sustain us as communities. Questions like, how can we live together as a people, have collapsed into, how can I get peace of mind, which trivializes what we experience as a people. I want peace of mind also, but I worry that the self-development movement reinforces selfishness and individualism. Spiritual but not religious is a reaction to the religious violations of the past, but it is also a product of our modern consumer culture. It is a co-creator with that culture that is driving us towards an ever more isolated identity. On the surface, wanting to become a better person sounds admirable, but it can also become an obsession where the malady we face in the world is about me rather than about us. And the solution to our coming ecological problem is not going to be found in fixing the me. Religion, in its root, means to bind together. It means we come into community under a guiding vision we believe will transform how we live with one another. It assumes a degree of discomfort because we are not perfect and the softening of our edges cannot be done in isolation. This is a function of community. Religion, the intentional gathering of spiritual believers, is an antidote to isolation and separation. We are facing a changing time. The effects of the isolated self are coming home to roost. We can no longer plunder the earth with impunity. We have come to understand that we are a nested, complex organism that has been thrown out of balance because we thought we were individual actors who didn't impact the collective world. The coming collapse of the environment is asking us to take our collective identity seriously. The shift we are being asked to make in our understanding of ourselves is not one that amplifies the isolated individual, the rampant, self-improving person, but rather the healing of the body we as beings are a part of. The healing of the larger body will also heal us. But we need a spiritual practice that has depth, that holds us accountable, that supports us in the giving of our gift to the world, that allows us to practice a transformation we can experience as a group of people rather than on our own. I understand that it is easier to say there is something spiritual about life than to say, I am part of a collective expression called God, which is a transforming and creative force, particularly when we've trapped God behind the harmful actions of small people and the communities they represent. But God is not limited to them, or even limited to what we have created in our own minds. It is a peculiar courage in our culture today, as so many of us walk away from religious institutions, to be not just a spiritual person, but a religious person in the sense that you decide to give expression to God as part of a community, as part of a larger body of believers who know that we have not seen paradise yet, but that it is not impossible either. Our imagination is limitless. Our spirituality, when focused and developed in community, is able to produce changes not only in us, but also in the world. The greater body is struggling to come into consciousness, but we can feel it emerging all around us, making a change in the world 
making a change in our lives and in the lives of others is more than just a duty or a responsibility. Transformation is not about obligation. It is about an opportunity for us to help the world sing and dance and praise and share the gratitude for all we have been given. It is to make our lives mean something. Thank you for listening to this meditation. You can find a written version of it on my website at ianwhitemar.com slash meditations. Who are the people in your life who would enjoy and benefit from this meditation? Pick one. Send them a link. Maybe start a conversation about the type of community that can support your spiritual gift, your call from the divine. What would it look like? What would it feel like? Ask what they believe their gift from the divine is. How do they express it? The spiritual journey isn't something we do on our own. It is much richer when we have traveling partners. I hope you'll join me again next week.